Thank you for tuning in to Late and Disorganized on a rainy day where I belong, where I am. I hope you belong where you are. Because that's what we all want to accomplish one day. In this disorganized segment, I'm going to speak on something that If you are a frequent listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've thought of this at some point. I'm sure many people have thought of this at some point, and I'm sure many people have spoken on this at some point. It's that life is a game, and that game is Monopoly. At least in... America and multiple countries around the world. It's a game with many rules, but at the same time, it's simple. It's a game that rewards those with the most property, the most money, and the greatest skill those that know how to will and deal those that know how to negotiate to break it down there are some of us that win the lottery of birth and we come into this world at the game board with $500 let's just make a simple number of $500. And we never drop below $500. We only gain. Even when we spend somehow or another, we never drop below $500. We've had $500 for the entire duration of playing the game to the point that the money doesn't even have the value to us that it has to those that don't have it. Not only do some of us have the $500, some of us were introduced to the game and explained all the rules. We have inherited property and land and good partnerships based on who gave the game to us. The game isn't too hard, but we still have our troubles every now and then because we gamble a lot because we don't understand the value. We can walk away from the game at any time We're always going to have the $500, the relationships, the land, the property. We're always going to be winners at the game, no matter what we do. There are some of us that come into the game with $500 that we never drop below. But we don't have the property. We don't have the land, but we have the relationships. Because we have the 
relationships, the money, and the knowledge of how to play the game given to us, we believe that the game is totally within your control, that you have say in what happens to you, what happens around you, and it's so normal to you that you were birthed into this that you believe that anyone who isn't what you are either doesn't want it because we understand that the game is within our control or doesn't care. Sometimes the game is hard. Sometimes the game is challenging. But that's the fun part. We will never drop below $500. So we will never go broke. But we can always gain more. Some of us are brought into the game without the $500. Just a base level. No debt. But we're given knowledge on how to play the game because we're giving knowledge of giving knowledge of how to play the game understand how the game is played going into it when we gain we feel a great sense of satisfaction because we started with nothing and now we're here We look at those who had more than us and understand that that was their fortune. We look at those that have less than us and understand their what's a great word? We understand why they have why they're in poverty, basically. Some of us are brought into the game with no one to tell us how to play the game and zero money in our bank account. We are at the board learning how to play the game as we're playing the game. We make a lot of mistakes. We understand that there's a little bit in our control. There's a lot out of our control it takes us to be at the table to play the game long enough to where we can make up for our mistakes and hopefully gain. There's a lot of hope in this player, not too much belief in having absolute control over what happens. Some of us come into the game and the negative. The person who brought us to the board played the game so horribly that we took over their turn and their debt. Not only are we in the hole, we're at the board game with no idea how to play the game. So we stack up more debt all while trying to learn the game, we take a lot of chances. Hope is greater 
the sense of control is a lot less. We look at those that had the 500, the relationships, the knowledge. We look at those that have the 500, the knowledge. We look at those that had the zero, but the knowledge. We look at those that had the zero and no knowledge. And we look at those that had the debt and no knowledge and a little bit of knowledge, I'm sorry. And we look at ourselves and we feel victimized. We look at everyone above us who has better than us. And we feel like we've been dealt a bad hand. So fuck the game. We take a lot of chances and we're willing to destroy the game because we feel like we've already lost. There is no hope. That's essentially what life is. Those of us that are born into households with parents that understand the game, that have money, life is sweet. Those of us that have a parent that understands or has a social circle that understands we don't have anything but they worked hard we're able to go to college we don't have to struggle too much for money life is within our control these are the entrepreneurs of the world this is where a lot of the entrepreneurs come from those of us that were born in the families that didn't have debt but had the knowledge these are the scientists, the executives, the managers. These are the take charge, explore, play the game for fun, more sense of control. Those of us that were born into a family of individuals that played the game horribly but understand how to play the game but have the debt. Those, those are the ones that grow up in the hood, in the rural towns, that they're the workers, the construction guys, the mechanics, the police officers, the fire firemen, the marines, the soldiers. Understand enough to know that once you get to a point, there's more control and you hope that everything works out. And there are a lot of us that come into families with the debt, no knowledge, and feel like the entire world is against us and there's no hope. And you already know where these people lie in society. So if you can understand that, you can understand how on a political spectrum, why people vote the way they vote. The people that feel like everything is within their control and those who 
aren't doing aren't doing because they don't want to or lack the ability to are going to vote for more control. They're going to vote to play the game, to win the game because you not being able to play or win is your fault. They don't or they haven't had to rely on hope because a sense of control, the ability to control has always been available. They believe this to be an actuality for everyone. Then you have the ones who had to rely on hope and understood some control. Those are the ones who vote to better the game and to lift up those less than them because they understand the disadvantage of others. So a lot of the political fighting that goes on that people attribute to evilness or a lack of empathy and all of these things all come down to people believing that what they existed in is the same reality as everyone else. So a lot of the people that's fighting up, swinging up, boxing up, thinking that that fight is going to change what's at the top are fighting the wrong fight. But what happens, as you know, is that those at the top see those in the middle that are still in the mindset of hope and control. I hope this works out. I have a little bit that I can control. Those at the top try their best to remove the control of those at the bottom, in the middle, I'm sorry, so all they can rely on is hope. And then they say those at the bottom lessen your hope so it's kind of like the lottery I hope I win I don't have any control but I hope I win and what if someone came and said well if people if poor people stop playing the lottery, if we can get the poor people to stop playing the lottery, there's a greater chance that you could win. You don't have any control, but your hope rises. There's a greater chance. There's a greater chance. That makes the people in the middle demonize the people in the bottom. And the middle and the bottom fight while the top that has the relationships, the money, the land and the knowledge gained more control of the board.
once we realize, I say all that to say is that we, we spend a lot of time focusing on why our starting place on the board is what it is. We go back in the past, we, we obsess over it, we talk about it consistently, we think that projecting the past will change the future. We think that guilting people with the past will change the future. We don't focus on now. Regardless of how you got there, this is the game that has to be played. You don't, you didn't have any control of where you were born into the game, how you came to the game. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up that the person who brought you to the game didn't know how to play it. Y'all had debt. You had to create so many problems for yourself before you realized how to play the game. You were surrounded by people that get, that didn't have hope. You made a lot of bad decisions. It's just, it's fucked up. But once you realize that this is a game, where are you on the board? Climb up. That's it. What is in your control? One of my favorite rappers, Lloyd Banks. <laughs> a lot of people won't think it. He, he has a lot of deep bars. One of the bars that's deep, that ain't really deep, is that he said, have a plan, motherfucker. That's more important than hope. You have a lot more in your control than you think you have. Hope only is there to make you believe that better things can happen. But better things only happen when you make them happen. Have a plan, motherfucker. That's more important than hope. This episode of Late and Disorganized will be titled Ignorance is Bliss. It's a um it's a known saying. It's been said many times in many different ways, many different people, many different forms. Um for me the most notable time I've seen it said or heard it said it was said kind of in passing in the movie The Matrix. Um, with everything that was going on when it was said, especially being said by a character at the moment that was uh, written to be disliked because he was betraying his team. It, it, um, I don't think it really caught on or hit like it should have hit. 
because ignorance is bliss. And you don't realize that ignorance is bliss until you gain knowledge. And the reason why it's bliss is because just because you gain knowledge doesn't mean that the world around you changes based on the knowledge that you gained. You understand more than those that are around you. You can use that information to maneuver differently than those that are around you, but everything that you know now will continue to occur. Being more aware changes how you move. And the more aware you become, the more knowledge you gain. You realize you can't unlearn what you know. And to a certain extent, there is there is there is ignorance, there is bliss and not knowing. There's there will be a lot of things in your life that you wish you just didn't know. How much more relaxing would this be if I didn't know? I um was recently listening to an interview about a guy who knew a big exec at um, a plastic uh, corporation. They, they, manuf- they manufacture plastics. And he came over to the guy's house and he had uh, something that he had cooked and saved. He put it in pla- plastic, uh, like a reusable container. And he brought it over and the guy yelled at him and he said, you know, don't, don't ever bring those into my house. We don't have those here. We don't use those here. And he was asking why he freaked them out. Why it freaked them out. He said, do you know the amount of contaminants that are in that thing and the cancer-causing contaminants that are in that, those things? You know, we manufacture them, but I just know too much about the creation of those things and what the possibilities of what they can do to um, the physiology of, of a human being that I just know that I don't want that in my house. Imagine just having that... Um, that amount of knowledge about something. A lot of the people in the military um, deal with this as well, being able to travel abroad and get away from the America American ideology and seeing how the truth of how other places thrive and exist, um, especially those working in intelligence, being able to get away from the... Uh, because a lot of people who go into the military go into the military based on patriotism and the idea behind the American dream and serving country and they get into the military and it's uh, they realize it's, it's, it's a lot more abstract than they initially believed but they are part of a team and they're going to ride with their team but it does change a lot of people sometimes for the worst some people some people uh cannot be broken away from what they their preconceived notions and it just digs them in deeper to what they believe because when they go overseas and they meet their so-called enemy and they meet their enemy in war 
a lot of the stereotypes and prejudices that they that drove them to wanting to fight they meet those indicators of that but it's usually not based on the people who are fighting them their reasons for fighting them are not based on what they believe is based on but so but the only thing they see is that yeah they say these people are savages yeah they say these people do this and it's like yeah in war they are doing that but not for the reasons you believe but they don't really care about that because they're just their beliefs are being confirmed based on the fact that they're fighting an enemy who's no holds bar but when you grow up in a certain environment and you you uh be around intenseness and harsh realities you come to realize that when it when it gets to the point of no holds barred it's usually not for simple reasons <laughs> it's usually not usually somebody's gotten pushed to that point you know because uh even the most hardcore guys I think uh, the funniest thing not the funniest thing one of the lines that I that when I was younger that I always liked from 50 Cent that I always thought was clever is that if you're smart you should be shook of me cause I get tired of looking for you spray your mama clip, crib and make your ass look for me <laughs> like when it gets to that point to where they bring it to your mama's house as bad as they want you they will ride around looking for you when they see you it's on sight but when it gets to the point to where they gonna spray your mama crib and make you look for them it's it's deeper than just a disrespect <laughs> it's deeper than you stepped on my shoe you fuck my girl it, it, it's, it's you you violated once we bring your mother into it, you violate it. But of course, when you see it on the news, it's just these savages shot up this innocent mother's house looking for her son. And there's no context as to why. It's like like we know. Like, I wonder what that nigga did to make them motherfuckers that mad. Like, we, we, where our mind already goes there because we know the depth that it takes for someone to reach that point. But I think a lot of times when you grow up in an environment where that's not something that happens often to where you can make that assessment, you'll go in there only seeing the side of what happened and not what brought it about. So a lot of people who go overseas to fight in wars... They, they, they get deeper into their uh, preconceived notions about uh, other countries and other people because they only see what's happening and they don't really give a shit about what's happening. Or they don't understand that it is deeper. But for some of the people that go into it for uh, intelligence reasons, they understand everything's a lot more abstract. And um, it broadens the mind. And when it's hard for you to, to, to go through that, come back and live a civilian life, just having all of this information and no one that you can really share with very few people that's why a lot of them um, find solace in veterans groups where they can sit down and talk amongst people who understand because you, you can't really 
you know, have a good conversation with someone who don't understand. Like, what if you, what if you, uh, your whole life was fodder for a devil? Your, um, your mother died of painful cancer. Your father got shot in the head in front of you. Your sister got violently raped and now she's PTSD. You know, something happened to your kids. Just like a lot of fucked up shit happened that just tore you down. And you've been the strongest member of your family being able to hold everything together. Everyone comes to you for support because somehow or another, you've been the strongest person, the the person who's been at best been able to maintain their sanity and make something of their life. And then one day you meet a devil who tells you that, you know, there is no purpose in life. I basically did all of that to you because you're like a TV show to me. I like to watch you go through everything that you go through. It entertains me. So now you know that your reality in your life is nothing more than entertainment created by someone else. And there is no meaning. But you, your whole life, have been the strongest member of your family. You've been the one who's been holding it together. You can't share this truth with them because they'll believe you and they might commit suicide knowing that there is no meaning. They've just been fodder for some devil. So now you got to walk around for the rest of your life holding that, that I can't even have this conversation with the people who mean something to me and I can't have this conversation with a therapist because they're not going to believe me. I can't have a conversation. Like, you just have to hold it. You have to hold all of that. That's what it's like. That's a... a, um, Fucked up, stupid analogy about how ignorance is bliss. How just knowing too much puts you more alone. Like a lot of people that you see who don't talk, don't talk because a lot of people say, oh, he's an introvert and they're shy. And like a lot of times you see people who, who don't communicate often. They don't communicate often because what they have to say is too much for you to even understand. Or you're not going to understand. And even if you did understand, and you did believe, why would you want to be around someone like that? So they stay to themselves and go about their day and let the devil tell them how uh, he fucks them over for pleasure. <laughs> yeah.